things theology, all things theology. We chop it up properly without an apology. Gotta get doxology to God hollow because this is how we do it at all things theology. Yo, grace and peace, guys. Welcome back to another episode of All Things Theology where I'm your host, K Dub. And today I want to talk about my good friend, Leighton Flowers. But before we get into discussion on Leighton Flowers, make sure you like this video, subscribe to the channel if you're not, hit the notification bell so you can be aware of when I drop future episodes. So if you're not following me on Twitter, you are missing out, I would say. I mean, I'm biased, but <laughs> if you're following me on Twitter, at KDubTrue, uh, you know, Twitter.com at KDubTrue. Uh, so you can be aware of uh, tweets I send out and um, I'm probably more active on Twitter than any place social media so make sure you're following me on twitter but i sent out a tweet and it got a little controversial you know when i tweeted it i didn't think anything of it and you know in hindsight i'm like okay well i can see why this is so let me share your sc my screen here so you can see what i'm even talking about so if you see my screen uh here's my twitter account you know make sure to follow as i said already but <laughs> I said, you and I believe the gospel, not because we were wiser or more righteous than anyone else, but because God graciously intervened. And so I actually didn't think this would be controversial. Like I said, in hindsight, I, uh, you know, I could see why this will will be, you know, if you don't believe in a sovereign decree, if you don't believe that God must actually open your eyes to believe the gospel. Yeah, I can see how this could be uh, controversial, but. My issue was I, I thought that even Armenians would agree that they believe the gospel, not because they were wiser or more righteous. And so when I first tweeted it, I was like, yeah, this might get a few likes, few retweets. OK, not not nothing. But as you can see, <laughs> 136 retweets, 15 quote tweets and 1039 likes. So it got way more attention than I thought it would. But thankfully, a lot of people were in agreement. But. As this video is about my good friend, Layton Flowers. So he tweets this. He's responding to my, my my original tweet. It doesn't require you. That is, I guess, I guess he's saying believe in the gospel. I think that's the it. It doesn't require you or I to be more wiser or more righteous to believe upon Christ. So stop right there. So essentially, he's agreeing with what I just said. Right. That that's that's all I'm saying. So let's let's carry on. <laughs> Anyone can put their trust in Christ, even the most unwise and unrighteous one. So um, sin doesn't uh, affect one's choices, apparently, um, you know. Belief in Christ, trust in Christ, that, that, anyone can do that. It's, it's not a supernatural act. Uh, just make the good choice. You know, as he said, the choice meets you. Right. Um, Anyways, only on hashtag Calvinism must one be turned into a better person before they believe in Christ, i.e. pre-faith regeneration. So I don't like how he words this because he's making it seem like, well, um, just the language of it's carrying across. But uh, uh, essentially, you know, if if I'm trying to be fair, uh, what I th what I think he's getting at is one needs to be given faith. Uh, he, he's talking about the Calvinist view of uh, regeneration. Uh, being regenerated before uh, 
one place to the trust in Christ. Yes, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm not ashamed of that. So let me, let me go to where I responded. Uh, let me see. I, I know I responded to this tweet. You got so many re- people respond. Like I said, this, this, <laughs> this tweet uh got a lot of attention. As you can see, there are a whole bunch of people responding to this, but I don't see my actual. Uh, I don't see my actual uh, response. Huh. <laughs> I, I I know what I responded to. Um, well, it should should be. Uh, nevertheless, my response to this was essentially, well, OK, so you agree with me. You know, um, <laughs> you, you, you're, you're making this whole deal because uh, he's saying, well, um, right in this original tweet. Anyone can put their trust in Christ, even the most unwise and unrighteous ones. And someone pointed this out. Wait, this is even a contradiction to his uh, view of prevenient grace. Because notice what his original tweet says or his original response to my original tweet. Anyone can put their trust in Christ. So what is needed? No, they in themselves, according to his view, there need nothing to happen to them. But that's a that's actual denial of prevenient grace. Like no grace is necessary. No, nothing is necessary. They they have in themselves the ability to do that which is righteous and good. There there needs to be no prevenient grace from this statement. Now I'm sure if you pressed them on that, oh well, okay, you know, yes, but it's, it's not said and responded. It's response to me. The point I'm the point I'm making is we both believe something is necessary for them to believe. He just believes it's uh, this prevenient grace. And I believe it's, uh, you know, supernatural grace, uh, uh, affectious grace, a grace that's effectual, uh, uh, essentially is what I'm getting at. And so. Um, here's his response uh, to, to, to this gentleman, because uh, he, he keeps going on. To, he keeps going on about this. Uh, well, Calvinism believe you must be made better. Uh, you know, so. Essentially, I think he's trying to say, well, you actually don't you don't believe what you originally tweeted. I think that's what he's trying to get at. But because I'm seeing him and remember, this is the former Calvinist. Uh, you know, he likes to call himself Leighton Flowers. So Teriology 101. Um, he's saying, well, you need to be made better. Well, here's so let me let me read this statement. Regeneration on Calvinism changes one's very ontological nature, making them better. Uh able and willing to believe the gospel, whereas otherwise their innate condition from birth by God's decree was unable to willingly believe due to factors beyond their control, due to factors, poor, poor sinners, due to factors beyond their control. Here's the difference, Leighton. There is a betterness, if you want to use that language, that one is made by. Here's, here's the difference. We both believe that, as you said in our discussion. We, below, we both believe that one is made better. And not just sanctification. Yes, we, we both believe that. But I believe one is made better by God's doing. See, remember my view? I'm the one that believes that God must act in me before I can do that which is righteous or good or according to his law, i.e. Romans 8. You believe man possesses in and of himself to do that which is good. Apart from any regeneration, apart from God opening up the eyes, 
you believe that man possesses in and of himself to do that which is good before God. And so, and I'm not saying you believe that man can save himself. I know you don't believe that. So if you end up responding to this, just know I'm not accusing you of that. And so the point I've made is that, and you seem to just reject this, this teaching that a good tree cannot bear good fruit. You, you say, well, that's only a, a referring. And like I said, if you want to uh, see this discussion, go to my Twitter and you can see this whole thread. I'm not taking things out of context. Uh, he says, well, that's only referring to um, false teachers. It's only the false teachers who, you know, a good tree cannot bear fruit. So I guess there's no application to everyone in general. And so my, my point I made to him is that, um, well, one, um, you, so, so, well, well, Two, two distinctions here. Like I said, I believe that God must grant this where he believes that uh, man possesses in him, him the ability to, to to do that, which is right before God. And so um, in the issue of trusting in their salvation. And so what I'm saying is that in his view, this sinner is actually the one that is better innately than other people. Right. Because they made the better, the better choice, Um, you know. They, they in themselves and, and, and I brought this issue up as well as like, how do you have bad trees producing forth good fruit? And like I said, he, he just denied that. Well, that, that's only talking about false teachers. OK, well, I disagree. Um, <laughs> I think that's that's applicable to every human, uh, not just false teachers. And so he, we weren't able to really get into that. And so, you know, I I uh, I left it alone. So. But. And then you have, and I'm not blaming Leighton for this, because if I responded to something he said, I'd you'd have the same thing. But you had many of uh, the devoted Leighton Flowers, <laughs> uh, you know, uh, crew come in, and uh, they give their response to me. And so, let's check out a couple of these, uh, like this guy. Nope, God doesn't intervene until Christians slash people humbling themselves so in his view god actually responds to your response (laughs) and i said to him sola humilia that's essentially what he's arguing when you humble yourself right even though you hate god you 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 know you you love your sin um you, you you are dead spiritually even those things that are true hey god's just waiting for you to make the right move you know, you do something good for him, God will respond positively. Yeah, I deny that. Uh, let's see. Because some, some of the responses weren't uh, relevant here. These two gentlemen are going on about Baptist theology and <laughs> other things. Uh, let's see. Uh, yeah, I think that's... I, I, there, there's more responses, but... Hold on, maybe uh, these quote tweets kind of get at to it. Um, no, nah, I don't think so. Although this is uh, funny. Provisionism. God helps those who help themselves. <laughs> Very true. Very true. And so, yeah, we had a little bit of back and forth. Like I said, I, I don't know why I can't see. Um... Oh, 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 wow. I, I didn't see this. <laughs> James White actually responds to Layton's uh, <laughs> um, tweet. So, wow, that's funny. Uh, just now seeing this. 
He says, noting this morning the laughable provisionist response. What? Me? I know provisionism thrives on the straw man, but please, how can anyone be so obtuse as to equate resurrection to spiritual life, a divine act, with be turned into a better person before they believe? Yes, exactly. James Wright is right right on the nail with this. Um, you know, because he, 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 he wants to change the, 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 the point of, uh, you know, because if you read Calvinist scholars, uh, Calvinists who who wrote in anything on the, you know, on the issue, debated the topic. We don't go to the, you know, the pen of other of the writings or the other the, uh, the microphone and say, hey, we are the better people. We, <laughs> there's no boasting in that. Why? Because it's God's doing. It's it's not something that I'm the cause of, as in provisionism. He is the cause of his own salvation. Okay, yes, you needed the gospel. We we understand that. But why do you believe as opposed to the next person? You've you've made it very clear. You are the reason. It's not to be pointed to God. There was no supernatural act in your view. None of that. Matter of fact, you 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 laugh. I don't want to. You 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 ridicule um, those who believe that that the gospel must be effectually brought with the spirit of God. You say that isn't necessary. Just preach the gospel. That's all. So, yes, we yes, we are the ones saying that there is something necessary. Pointing outside of ourselves. Let me bring up a text here. Let's see if I can. Uh, let me bring up a text here. I want to go to John one and bring up a text. I was, as I was thinking through this conversation, um, I'll, I'll read uh, verses John one verses six through 13. There came a man sent from God whose name was John. He came as a witness to testify about the light so that all might believe through him. He was not the light. He came to testify about the light. And so many will probably stop at verse eight. See, the reason why Jesus come is that every, he wants everyone to believe. Okay, let's keep reading. Um, because I would, I fundamentally argue. This is my presupposition. I believe I can prove my presupposition biblically is that. What God purposes comes to pass. Job 42 two. no one can thwart his purposes. Whereas the synergists will say, well, yes, we can. We can thwart God's ultimate purposes. And so you have, you know, you know, this is where I would disagree with Layton. So he would say maybe, well, God doesn't thwart it. You can't thwart God's purposes. But in, in the in, in many synergistic systems, God didn't actually come for particular people. He can't. So what God came to do was to essentially throw the rope for salvation. There is no attendantness on, on whom to save, just that God would save. And you need to get into that boat of salvation. I fundamentally disagree. And so in that system, there is no particular elect people. You make yourselves elect by your humility, by your wisdom whatever it is you want to point to your will you be, you make yourself elect god has no uh, eternal elect particularly elect from the foundation of the world not in synergism but let me keep reading with the text or we're never going to get anywhere verse 8 he was not the light he came to testify by the light there was the true light which coming into the world enlightens every man he was in the world and the world was made through him and the world did not know him Verse 11, here's really the crux interpretum. He came to his own and those were 
and those who were his own did not receive him. Actually, verse 12 is the real point of contention. But as many as as received him. So we're talking about the people who received him. OK, you, you, you are a Christian. You know, Christ, you are justified. You are saved from the wrath of God. Amen. Hallelujah. Right. The point I'm I'm going to argue, and I believe this is John's point, is what was the basis of your receiving him? Because notice it says, but as many as received them. OK, before that happened, notice what happens to them. He gave the right to become children of God. Oh, well, th that that's after you receive him. But notice what it says this, even to those who believe in his name, who were born. So going back, pro you know, to the moment you were born of God, that you were born again. How were you born is the question that can be asked. Not a blood, right? Salvation does not come just because you're an Israelite, just because you're of uh, the lineage of Abraham. You're not a Christian, nor of the will of flesh, huh? Nor of the will of man. So salvation is not in your own will. You're, you know, many people love to exalt the free will of man. It's not in your will. It's not in your particular choosing, but of God. How did you receive them? You can point to God as the source. Who's now in the in light of this? Who's the one doing that in this 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 discussion? Who's pointing to God as the source of their belief? Who's pointing to God as the reason why they were born again? Why they were regenerated? See, because they believe based on their good decision, their better decision, that caused their regeneration. So faith does not precede generation in, in Leighton Flowers' position. Matter of fact, his faith is what actually causes God to regenerate him. So he made the good decision. Then God actually opened his eyes. Gave him a heart to obey his laws. Like, well, how does that all happen? Uh, uh, I get, we're not really told. <sighs> so, <laughs> sorry, I'm probably more long-winded in this discussion, but I thought I would respond to that. Um, Leighton Flowers uh, does not like Cal. He hates Calvinism. He hates God's sovereignty in, in, in this uh, discussion that that God would have a particular people who he's choosing to save. That he's free. In his salvation, that he can choose a particular people and pass over the rest. Leighton Flowers finds that deplorable i would even probably add he would say it's disgusting um but god is free my friends he's free to save whom he will save grace cannot be demanded god is not obligated to save everyone he's free in his choice you want to talk about free will god has the free will and as uh, R.C. Sproul says, when my will meets God's will, God wins. And so I totally stand by my original tweet. Let me let me pull that back up again. Let me pull that back up. Because I, I, I stand by this statement. Fully and would be willing to defend this, that you and I, if you're watching this video and you're a Christian, the reason why you believe the gospel is not because you were wiser. 
It's not about you being wise. You are more righteous. Matter of fact, many of us, <laughs> you know, as I, I feel like what Paul says in First Corinthians, uh, you know, chapter one and two, really, where he talks about look, look at almost like it's like, look at us. <laughs> we're not the wisest. We're, we're, we're not the more righteous than everyone else. There, there, there are more moral people than than us prior to conversion. Right. Um, there are more smarter people. If, if that's the case, then God would be saving people like, uh, you know, who, who invent things like uh, what's his name? Uh, Bill Gates and, and 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 innovative people like that. But God uses God's wisdom is not like the world. Right. But the reason why we were saved is because God graciously intervened. His supernatural grace, he his spirit illuminated our eyes. Where we, you know, if you're anything like me, you heard the gospel preach hundreds of times. Dare not thousands of times. Why this time when the gospel was preached, did you believe? Prior to the first time. Was it like, oh, now I get it. Makes sense. I'm going to do the right thing. Spike Lee style, right? <laughs> Spike Lee evangelism. I'm going to do the right thing. <laughs> no. That moment was the moment, biblically speaking, when God opened your eyes like Lydia. He caused you to see you were blinded spiritually. You were blinded. You were deaf. You were dumb. God gave you the eyes to see. Not because of your, your great free will, not because of your great choice. You just made good, good old boy made the right decision. No. God is the cause. He's the source of your faith. He granted it biblically. He granted. It. And so, guys, I hope you enjoyed this video. Checking out a, 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 a you know, a, a time in my in my Twitter, seeing what me causing some trouble ruffling some feathers i guess <laughs> no but i i hope that this was encouraging to you um and so i thought i'd use the log off software just to dive into the text a little bit uh hopefully i can use that more do more expansive stuff obviously to the greek and things like that um but yeah i'm fully convinced of, of this position that i hold and so hopefully it was encouraging to you uh hopefully you enjoyed it like i said um like this video support support the program support the podcast uh, like you can do so by liking the video you can do so by subscribing to the channel leaving a comment dropping your comments tell me what you think good or bad if you disagree if you say hey you could have done better i'm all for it and always make sure to hit the notification bell so you can be aware when i drop new content thank you guys for watching you guys know how we do it here at all things theology till the next time grace and peace Everybody,